the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl filling in today as uh, Bill is uh, once again recovering. He's getting better. He shot us all an email today, and I think he's going to be all right, and hopefully he'll be back with us tomorrow. He's had the flu, as a lot of us have. It went through our house just after Christmas. We have friends who are kind of going through it. Maybe you are. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what's happening right now. Uh, in fact, that actually jumps into one of our headlines for today. We'll get this to a minute about a, a, a law or a, 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 a bill that was going through the Florida legislature that uh, would have allowed you, rather than just having to go to your primary care doctor or an urgent care clinic or emergency room, to go to your uh, local pharmacist. They would swab your throat and give you uh, a, a test to see if you had the flu or strep. We'll see what happened to that in just a minute. But first, and I just, you know what, I'm 50 years old, and I'll think this is cool until the day I go to be with Jesus is uh, when they do these launches out at Cape Canaveral, man. I mean, I remember when I was a little bitty baby boy watching the Apollo flights blast off my grandfather and I sitting on the couch kind of snuggled up together watching that on a black and white TV, which was really just kind of, it was just a white dot. flying up through a screen of gray. But uh, the world's biggest rocket today lifted off from Kennedy Space Center. I was just in the break room watching it go on up into the the, uh, stratosphere. The unmanned Falcon Heavy rocket, developed and launched by Elon Musk's SpaceX, got out of town about 345 this afternoon. They did have some delays with that, uh, but it came off without a hitch uh, just before the weather window closed at 4 p.m. So uh, they made it. We'll see how this thing goes as it continues up and into outer space. 50-50% or 50-50 chance is what they're saying of it being successful. That's not one of the manned flights that I'd want to be on. Missy and I had that conversation a couple of weeks ago. We were watching, I think, The Martian with Matt Damon for the fifth or sixth time. And uh, she's like, would you you go? If, if, If you could go, would you go? I was like, you know what? I, I think... I think now as a dad with two young kids, I don't know. But if all things being equal, I knew that everybody would be okay, I would I would, I would, would go, man. I would do it. I would strap up and get on that thing, and I would fly it right into, into right out into the Milky Way. I would. Mike, Mike's looking at me through the glass. Dude, you get on the, would you get on the rocket ship or you stay home? That's a hard, that's a hard no for me. Oh, come on. Hard no for me, yeah. Ah. I mean, I wouldn't. This is the thing. I wouldn't do the 50-50 shot. Okay, if they say, well, Bill, you know, there's a 50% chance you're going to make it, uh, then I'm kind of like, no. But if you're telling me that you can put me in a rocket ship and shoot me up into outer space for a few days or a few weeks, and I'm going to be okay, I I think I make that trip, man. I don't know. I'm all, But see, I'm the guy, if you say, 
I don't even want to tell you this is, but you should taste it. That's me. I'm right there. That's just the way that it is. So anyway, they got this thing off the ground. Uh, it's just a test right now. Uh, they're going to use this and try to start putting uh, the rockets into space and put a, a they want to put a Tesla Roadster in orbit around Mars. That's stupid. <laughs> Where are you going to charge it? Anyway, so that's probably the biggest headline of the day. Back to this bill that's making its way or was making its way through the Florida legislature. So, again, this bill would have allowed you or a guy like Bill Bunkley or me, if we started getting the sniffles, to instead of having to go to my primary care, who I would call and they would go, oh, yeah, we can see you in two weeks. Or going to an urgent care. Yes, Mr. Carl, you come right in and that'll be $100. You could just go down to the CVS or the Walgreens or the Rite Aid or wherever it is that you go uh, to get your uh, your prescriptions, your Publix pharmacy or whatnot, and they would uh, swab your tonsils or whatever they do. They would test you for flu or strep and then treat accordingly. Now, if it's flu, there's nothing to do. You basically can go home and drink some tea and with some honey and some lemon and rest up and take NyQuil or Mucinex or whatever it is you take and kind of get through that. Or if it's strep, then, of course, it's amoxicillin syrup on your pancakes for a few weeks. But the protest against this bill has come from Florida physicians, and I think they may have a valid point here. They're saying that, you know what, maybe your average pharmacist, even using the swab technology, is not equipped to make that diagnosis. They're just not able to do it. They're not able to say, yeah, this is what it is. The other concern is that they have is for the elderly and some of the complications that can arise from both of those. I would say from the flu or or strep. You know, I'm telling you, the older you get, the harder it is to get over the stuff that was nothing when you were 30 or 40 or even 50. And so maybe that's a, a legitimate concern. I have a feeling, though, and this is just, you know, Call me cynical, but my sense of it is, is that it has to do with, hey, man, you're taking you're, you're taking money right out of my doctor's office and putting it over at the over at the pharmacy. So we'll see how that uh, kind of hashes out as they put together what will be an amended bill, I'm sure, that will make it through this legislature. Another bill that has is moving through the committee today, and I'm really interested to hear what Bunkley has to say about this. Uh, when he gets back, is there's a bill sponsored out of uh, the Republican seat in Ocala that is ostensibly called the College Free Speech Act. Uh, and, and what it's supposed to do is free up speech on college campuses. They're going to take away what are called free speech zones. Now, your average college campus right now, you can pretty much say whatever you want to say. And if you want to have a big protest or you want to talk about something, There are places for you to do that in an open forum. But it's not going to probably be in the cafeteria during the lunch rush. It's probably not going to be in the middle of your advanced calculus course. The other part of this bill that that Florida university leaders like John Thrasher at FSU are saying is like, hey, you're putting us on the hook so that if somebody comes to the campus and wants to speak, and we litigate that, we're on the hook for the costs. Or if there's a counter-protest, uh, we're all of a sudden responsible for all of that. That's a big deal. And and really, that talks, 
That goes directly to what happened last year at the University of Florida uh, when uh, when white nationalists wanted to come. They wanted to have a forum to be able to speak. Uh, they were allowed to come. The university, at its expense, had to pay for uh, had to pay for barricades and had to pay for uh, police and security to come there, following what they had seen in Charlottesville, to make sure that everything was safe. Of course, he was protested. Thankfully, I'm glad for that. Uh, people stood up and stood for what was right. <laughs> one, of the, one of one of the greatest signs from that whole counter protest was. So bad, even the introverts are here. <laughs> but anyway, so a lot of our university leaders are saying, hey, uh, this is not what we need. This is an unnecessary bill. And so we're going to see how that goes. It's already passed along partisan lines uh, and looks like it's going to continue to move through committees and eventually come to the floor for a vote. So we'll see how that goes and how it all pans out. Well, coming up on the program today, uh, we have a lot ahead for you. We are going to uh, talk with my buddy Joel Martin. Of course, the big story is the markets collapsing again today. It looks like we're going to get a rally. Then it kind of fizzled off. Uh, we've had just a number of drops. And and so where are we in the midst of this whole thing? Uh, if you're an investor, if you uh, have your 401k, uh, what does that look like today? Um, that's That's a big deal. You know, what if, What if you're 60 years old and you're just about ready to uh, retire and all of a sudden, you know, this market takes a 10% drop all of a sudden, biggest drop in a day yesterday ever. Uh, it's a big correction. Uh, I mean, expected, I think, to some extent. But, you know, what does that mean for you? What does it mean to you if you're 30 years old and you're putting money away for your, for your little girl's college or you're trying to save for that house, and you're using the market as an investment vehicle uh, to, to, to put your capital together. That's all, man, that's a big, big deal. And so we've got to see how this is all panning out and, and see what's going to happen. Uh, I was talking with uh, Joel Martin, uh, who is uh, my financial advisor, about that today. And we're going to have that conversation uh, when we get back after the break this afternoon. Also, Bill Bunkley is taking folks to, to, to Israel again. Last year, yeah, he went with uh, EDI Travel, Boaz Shalgi, and he was telling me that that was just one of the finest trips that he had been able to take, that uh, he and Tony uh, really, and, and Zachary, I mean, you know, Boaz is not a tourist guide who moved to Israel to lead tours to Israel. He is a lifelong resident. His father, his father's father, his father's father's father, his father's 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 father, father. How many generations did he get five generations back? Anyway, for a long, long time. And so when you go with Boaz, who will be leading uh, that particular tour, not only are you going to see all of the things uh, that are involved with that, um, but you're going to see the things that are off the beaten path, uh, the things that Boaz grew up with, the, the sights and the sounds and the scenes that he experienced that really other groups don't get to experience. So if you'd like to be a part of that, head to our website, letstalkfaith.com, and go to Bill's page. I know there's information there. If you put in the keyword EDI or Israel, you're going to run into that information and uh, and take a chance and have a look at that, and maybe you want to... Maybe you want to be a part of that. 
Uh, also on the agenda today, uh, we are going to um, uh, give you a chance uh, to uh, hear from Leslie Norris Townsend. We had her on a little bit yesterday, some of her material. In the 5 o'clock hour, we'll let you hear her. Great Christian comedian, and I mean, she is hilarious. Absolutely just a riot. And a great Christian comedian. She will be at uh, Ladies Night Art March 22nd at Idaho, or rather, sorry, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. We had a great crowd there last year. We're going to sell it out again this year. It's only $10. And addition, in addition to the laughing your guts out and just being inspired and blessed and having someone come alongside you and say, hey, it's going to be okay, there's going to be terrific desserts there, light hors d'oeuvres, shopping experiences, and expo. Uh, there will be food trucks. If you, you, know, if you say, listen, I'm going to be coming from work. I don't have time to go home and whip up grub. There will be food trucks for you to come enjoy some food, and then we'll all sit down to have a, a great meal together. It's going to be a great time together. It's uh, Ladies' Night. Uh, it is at Bell Shoals Baptist Church, March 22nd, with Leslie Norris Townsend, and we would absolutely love to see you there. And real quick, before we jump into the break, next Tuesday night, I want you to go to the movies with me. Taking you to the movies. We're going to go see Tortured for Christ at the AMC West Shorts, a 7 o'clock showing. If you want to go with me to the movies and really just see the inspiring story of Pastor Richard Vermbrand, who was imprisoned by communist troops uh, in 1945 and held for 14 years and tortured for his faith and what that all boiled down to at the end of it, I want you to come out with me. Would you do that? All you have to do is go to letstalkfaith.com, click on the banner or station events, and get your tickets because they go quick. You'll miss out. That'll be a bummer. All right? More could come. Here on the Bill Bunkley Show, you're listening to Faith Talk 57910 FM 102.1. You can also listen live online at letstalkfaith.com and using the Faith Talk app, which you can download for free for your Apple or Android device. Back in just a moment. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Don't put your marriage on a pedestal. Do for your spouse what you want them to do for you. Those are just two keys to having a lasting marriage. But there are more. 
Family Life wants you to have the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. Nine insights into building and strengthening a fulfilling marriage, just in time for Valentine's. And when you log on, you'll also be entered to win the Ultimate Relationship Builder, a free weekend getaway for a married couple to a Family Life Weekend to Remember Marriage Getaway, biblically-based insights from top speakers and marriage experts with encouragement, hope, and practical tools to build and grow your relationship. Get your free copy of Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage and enter to win a weekend to remember. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage. Bill Bunkley Show. Bill Carl with you. Uh, our friend, Mr. Bunkley, still under the weather from the flu and hoping that he pulls out of it pretty soon. Listen, next Tuesday night, I want to see you at the movies for free, by the way. Uh, we're going to be at AMC West Shore in Tampa. That's at West Shore Plaza, by the way, for the screening of the movie Tortured for Christ. It is the true story. Pastor Richard Vermbrand as told as his, in an in international bestseller, Tortured for Christ, by the way. 1945, when the communists seized power in Eastern Europe and a million Russian troops poured into Romania, Pastor Vermbrand was captured by the secret police, and that began a 14-year imprisonment. That included unbelievable, unthinkable torture. Uh, did it break his faith? No. And that's a story that I think all of us could benefit from. Again, it's Tortured for Christ, a free screening of the movie next Tuesday night, 7 o'clock at AMC West Shore. To sign up, and you need to do that quick, uh, go to letstalkfaith.com and click on the banner there or go to our station events page. So, of course, one of the big stories of the day, the last couple of days, has been the stock market for the last nine years. We've been in a pretty strong bull market, consistent bull market. This year, this past year, was unbelievable. Just when you thought it couldn't grow any higher, it did. And now uh, we're seeing the correction. And it's a little bit scary if you're planning for your future, you're planning for your retirement. If you're trying to plan, you know, anything over the next few years, you're wondering, well, what do I do now? My friend Joel Martin is the uh, founder and uh, president of Mangrove Financial Group. He's also the guy who kind of handles things for Missy and I, to put that disclaimer out there. And a great Christian brother uh, teaches, I know, uh, financial courses at his home church to folks who are trying to get a hold of of how that's all working for them. And I just want, Joel, uh, first of all, thanks for joining us today. Sure. Thanks for having me on. So what's going on with the markets? Everything was looking so good. And, you know, the last nine years, we've been in a, in a huge bull run-up. Uh, this past year, I mean, has just been beyond everybody's expectations. And now all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it was a pretty wild day yesterday. That was the largest point drop in the Dow Jones in history. So 1,175 points went down. That's the largest point drop in history. And nobody has a crystal ball, or nobody knows exactly what created that. Uh, there's a couple factors that, that played into it. Um, one major thing was the Fed had come out and said that they had some concerns about inflation, mm -hmm. which equals potentially more rising rates. 
And so that kind of scared the market a little bit that they may raise rates faster than they had in the past. So kind of an end to cheap money. Yeah, the cheap money ended, which has been helping drive the market for the last few years. Um, but the reality is, is the economy is still doing very good. I mean, they're talking about raising rates because the economy is doing well, because inflation is happening. So corporate earnings have also been doing well. Uh, the ISM number, which is another little data point, came out at a, a, a 13-year high. So there is a lot of great things that are happening, but uh, the market just had a correction, and corrections happen. It's not uh, something that's that's we just haven't had one for a while, and and so it seems like a big shocker. Uh, it seemed like this big deal, but the reality is corrections happen, and it helps investors start to think rationally again. So corrections can be a good thing because people get into a cycle when they see their money going up so fast that they think there's no more risk. Mm -hmm. You see a correction like that, it helps investors kind of bring back to reality uh, that the market does have corrections from time to time and you need to be careful with what you're doing with your money. You know, this just seems like one of those times where we need to re-embrace maturity and a level of sobriety in the way that we think about the resources that God has given us. As you talk to your clients, what's the mature outlook? I mean, as Christ followers, how do we look at all this and trust God in it? Well, ultimately, that's what I do. Ultimately, that is our rock. That is our anchor. Could not believe going through life without Jesus as the rock of, of our lives. And so at times like this, when the market's dropping a 1,000 points in a day, I am just so thankful that we have Jesus to look to uh, as our anchor to get us through difficult times. But when it comes to investing, the main thing is staying disciplined, making sure that you're not getting a little more aggressive than maybe you realize you are, understanding how your money is positioned, and ultimately trusting the Lord for your protection, not just how your money is performing. Ultimately, we need to trust the Lord more than money. Joel and Mart that's what I try to teach to my, my clients. Amen. Joel Martin joins us uh, today from Mangrove Financial Group, mangrovefinancialgroup.com. A very good friend of mine and somebody that Missy and I have trusted, and I just wanted to have him on to talk a little bit about what's going on in the financial markets and how we look at that from a Christ-centered point of view and react to that. And also, on a practical point of view, you know, kind of what's next. You know, Joel, I have to tell you, uh, yesterday I had to fight that urge to just call and go, sell everything, sell everything, sell everything. Uh, you know, uh, but at the same well, time. a whole week for you. I know, right? But at the same time, uh, you know, what looking forward are logical steps? I mean, are, are we coming back to a place where possibly things like money markets could be a reasonable investment again? I mean, could you start seeing in the future being able to buy a CD or something like that and feeling like you might do okay with it? As the as they increase interest rates, then you'll see the savings rates start to increase, um, and those things could come back into play. But I think the main thing is making sure you have an idea of what you're invested in and making sure your allocation is properly done and that you're not taking more risk than you know that you're taking or that you're comfortable taking. And so really having a good idea of the risk that you have in your portfolio, now that the market has grown so much, oftentimes that changes the look of your whole portfolio. So this might be a good time to go in, make sure you understand how your investments are positioned, and just make sure that your risk tolerance is lined up with your investments.
You're listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1, doing a little bit of market talk with Joel Martin from Mangrove Financial Group. I'm Bill Carl. You know, Joel, I would imagine, too, this has a lot to do with where you're at in life. If you're a 30-year-old guy with a couple of kids and a wife, uh, how you react to this market is different uh, than if you're a couple and you and your husband are 60 years old, you're retiring in five years. Uh, the way you react to all of this probably is quite a, a difference. Definitely. Um, I mean, if you're right close to retiring, um, you may want to have your investments more in line with, with the goals that you have. And sometimes that's trying to grow it as fast as you can. Sometimes it is protecting it. So where you are and what stage of life, we refer to that as your, your time to invest or your timeline. Mm-hmm. And understanding where you are in that cycle is critically important because if you have a really you know, correction at the wrong time, you could potentially end up having to keep working. And uh, so it's very important to understand your investments and how that correlates to your time to invest and your risk tolerance. That's one of the main things we do here at Mangrove Financial Group is making sure those things are in line. We have software and things we use to to grind that out to make sure that people's investments are in line with their time to invest and their risk that they're taking. Awesome. Well, Joel, thanks for joining us. And as we continue on, uh, whatever the markets are, we can trust God because we know that that treasure that we have in him is beyond market drops and market rises and all the volatilities of everything that goes on here on planet Earth. I'm Bill Carlin for Bill Bunkley. We'll be back with more in just a moment here on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. It was a roller coaster ride today on Wall Street with the Dow recovering much of the lost ground from yesterday. And very volatile the session was. At one point, the Dow down more than 500 points. The closing bell, though, was up 567 at 24,912. The NASDAQ also recovering 148 points. And the S&P 500 up close to 50. The clock is ticking toward another deadline to fund the federal government. But the Democrats are insisting on attaching immigration reform to the current spending bill bill as well. And Republicans say that's a no-go. A Michigan sheriff says former U.S. Olympic women's gymnastics coach Jim Gettert now facing a criminal investigation that follows complaints filed in the wake of the sexual abuse cases against Dr. Larry Nasser. Nasser had been uh, sentenced to decades in prison for sexually abusing patients under the guise of medical treatment. This is SRN News. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it, an envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. This is Philip DeCourcy of Know the Truth. Now, the book of Jonah presents a wheel of a story, but it's also packed with implications for you and me. Through Jonah... God's calling us to go to the city to share the gospel. And to know the truth, we're answering the call by expanding into more cities than ever before. Learn more in a special interview broadcast on Know the Truth. That's right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. 
Hi, can I help you? Yes, I have a snoring problem. Uh, can you describe it for me, please? Well, it's about five foot eleven with curly hair and a moustache. Oh, I see. Mute is the latest in snoring technology from Australia that may be the solution to your five foot eleven snoring problem, letting you finally get a good night's sleep. Snoring is not normal and happens when we breathe through our mouth instead of our nose. Mute is a comfortable nasal dilator that sits inside the nose and supports the airway, allowing snorers to breathe more easily through their nose and keep their mouth closed during sleep. Trials show that 75% of couples are able to enjoy a good night's sleep together when their partner uses Mute. Mute is effective, easy to use and may just be your answer to a good night's sleep. Mute is available at Walgreens, GNC and your local drugstore. Find your nearest store at MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Now, there's a place where all your Christian programs reside. All the best Christian radio stations live there. Find your local Christian station or look for one farther away that plays the program you like. ChristianRadio.com not only links you to the best Christian radio stations in America, like this one, but also podcasts of great, uplifting content designed to grow your faith. Find us now and download the app on either Apple or Android devices. It's the difference maker in your daily walk. ChristianRadio.com When was the last time the owners of a heating and A.C. company took time to share money-saving tips on your A.C. system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance the Air Guy and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, want to talk a little bit about our upcoming pilgrimage to both uh, Israel and Jordan. Joining me in studio is a very good friend of Mrs. Bunkley, Zach and I, and of course, that's Boaz Shalgi, uh, who is the owner of EDI Travel, and uh, boy, I tell you what, I'm just so excited about all the friends that Boaz has made here in the Bay Area, certainly been a a uh, huge supporter of our annual Pastors Appreciation Day for our Faith Talk stations. And uh, today he's uh, here to talk about uh, day number four. If you haven't heard, uh, got a great opportunity for you to take that pilgrimage of a lifetime, the trip of a lifetime, 10 days to Israel and Jordan. It's Bill Bunkley's tour, the pilgrimage there, past, present, and future. If you got a pencil there, mark your calendars for May 31st. We'll be flying out uh, of Tampa that afternoon. We're going to be heading out on uh, United up to Newark. Going to take a nonstop flight from Newark into Tel Aviv, coming back the same way. And I'm so excited because not only are we doing Israel, we're doing Jordan. And we've been able to bring the price in and and get ready for this, all-inclusive. We're talking about tax, tips, transfers, everything. Everything's all-inclusive. Ten days round trip. $3,965. And I tell you, when you get a chance to look at our itinerary, which I invite you to do by going to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the link for uh, Bill Bunkley's pilgrimage. Look at that itinerary. Look how much that we have included. And by the way, my pilgrimages, uh, though we're going to be taking in all the, 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 the customary historical sites important to both the Old and the New Testament, 
The tour is called Past, Present, and Future because we're going to show you uh, some things and we're going to have some briefings about the geopolitical situation as well. We know that biblical prophecy has a lot to say about what we believe to be uh, eventually armies coming from the north, uh, what's going to be happening in the book of Revelation. Well, You've read about this for years. We're going to take you to the south, going to take you to the north. And when you get a chance to check out this itinerary at letstalkfaith.com and realize we're doing all of that, four and five star hotels, absolutely modern air conditioned tour buses in Israel. You can uh, post those pictures. You can communicate back and forth. We have Wi-Fi on the buses. Truly incredible price for a truly incredible experience. So go right now to letstalkfaith.com to check out the itinerary. If you'd like to call us, that number is 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Love to get that information to you. First of all, Boaz, good to have you with us again today, and we're excited about this second year to spend with you. Yeah, I'm excited too, and looking forward to an amazing tour again in Israel. All right. Now, we're picking it up. And by the way, if you missed uh, day number three, uh, you can go ahead and go to our podcast, uh, letstalkfaith.com podcast, and you can have a chance to hear about day number three. But now we're talking about day number four of our trip to Israel. We've actually traveled from Tel Aviv down to the Red Sea. We're staying there in a marvelous four or five star hotel uh, there on the northern shores of the Red Sea, northern area of the northern town there. Then we're going to cross over the border from Israel into Jordan, get into another a bus, quite frankly, a Jordanian bus on that side of it. And uh, we're going to be heading to Petra. Now, Petra is just a phenomenal place. Some of you may remember it from, um, I think it's installment number four of uh, the Indiana Jones uh, series. But this is the land that was inhabited by the Nabataeans just off the, the famous north trial, north-south uh, trading road that came from Israel all the way up from Egypt, I should say, all the way up through Israel, Syria, uh, into modern-day Turkey. What are we going to see when we get to Petra? Oh, Petra is uh, one of the wonders of the world, as you know, Bill. It is so amazing. Uh, first of all, we'll be walking for about 20, 25 minutes in this amazing canyon, and then we'll get to the uh, to the end of the canyon, and right in front of us is this beautiful, amazing shrine that was carved into the rock over there, the red rock. Uh, as they call it, and uh, and that's Petra, as you mentioned. That's a city that was uh, built by the Nabataeans about 2,500 years ago. And to see it intact today is just unbelievable. And to, again, you know, connect that with all the stories uh, of the Bible, the Israelites coming from Egypt, eventually having to go through Edom. This is the land of the Edomites. And then to Moab and then to the Promised Land, it all connects with the same story. So a lot of Bible, but also very impressive to simply see it. Hmm. Now, I want to just take a moment because not only are you trained as all of the others, uh, you know, leading a tour in Israel, the, the, the nation of Israel takes that very serious, very rigorous training for anyone who's going to be a guide. But you've also gone beyond that because not only do you have that training, but you have training as a historian and uh, one of the 12 tribes I think you have uh, a little bit of a connection to. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, we uh, discovered uh, a few years ago that we're actually from the tribe of Levi. And that is something that brought so much pride, you know, to our family. 
We did not know that for years because when my family was deported uh, in Spain, they changed their name not to be identified as Jewish people as they migrated to the East. But after many years of research, my mom traced it back and realized that we're actually from the tribe of Levi. So we are very proud of that. Hmm. And then when we go into Petra and uh, we look at this area, of course, not only is Petra part of uh, ancient history, and I want to bring a little bit something about the, the Magi and the Christmas story, but we also know in Revelation, a lot of scholars believe that when the Israelites, as this prophecy unfolds, many believe that some of the Israelites from uh, Jerusalem will actually flee to Petra for safety. Talk about that. Yep, the, um, what we think we understand from the book of uh, Revelation is that when, when the war will start, many of the Jewish people will flee from the, the mountains, from the Jerusalem area, from Hebron and Bethlehem area, down to, uh, to, uh, to Petra. And um, this is, in a way, a closure to uh, a story that started already thousands of years ago when the Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem and the temple and the priests, some say, took the Ark of the Covenant with them and went the same direction. So it's very interesting. Hmm. And know that as you're listening to Boaz here on our program this afternoon, you'll, if you listen to each of our installments, we are uh, talking about a different day of my pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan, and we'll be showcasing uh, one of those each week. You'll hear uh, how knowledgeable Boaz is and realize that with Boaz being with us on our air-conditioned travel bus, uh, available for questions while we're going from point A to point B, available for questions when we're at each of these locations, I will tell you that um, to have the opportunity, for, especially for those who have read your Bible year after year after year, and maybe you've never had an opportunity to go to Israel, uh, you, you will just, you will understand why we say, everyone says, come to Israel, you'll never be the same again. But I also want to tell you that, for instance, uh, I know there's some folks that with us uh, were on us uh, on last year's pilgrimage for the first time. They also understand that uh, going a second time, once you've sort of gone through the the first overwhelming day after day after day of all of these things that you have witnessed, many people go back for a second tour. Uh, like we're doing uh, here, departing on May 31st, because you can dig a little bit deeper. That's why I wanted to just take a moment right here to tell you that our resource, Boaz Shangi, who will be with us on this trip, what a tremendous opportunity. Uh, he's very, very helpful and um, to, to those coming for the first time. But for those of you that want to dig deeper and want to ask those questions that you know to ask because you went the first time, this is a, an excellent follow-up trip. So want to remind you right now, if you're by your home or office PC, go to uh, our website, letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Right there, you'll see the link. Uh, click on the link for the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to both uh, Israel and Jordan. And this is the past, present, and future tour. Right there, you can check out all of the absolutely astounding aspects of our itinerary. It is jam-packed. Four- and five-star hotels, air-conditioned motor coach with Wi-Fi, 
unbelievable way to come and to experience Israel. Then you can also see what a fantastic price, $3,965. You will be hard-pressed in 2018 to match up the itinerary of what we're doing. And by the way, everything's included. Tipping, taxes, entry fees, everything's all inclusive. And when you, quite frankly, look at a a lot of wonderful people that are going and providing marvelous opportunities, I want to tell you this is uh, so incredibly uh, competitive. And you know that I keep up with the current events of what's happening in Israel. And so when we get into the some of the geopolitical, in addition to all the historical sites, you're going to be seeing things that are not seen on a regular trip to Israel and Jordan. And uh, I want to invite you to come along and be with us. Now, as we're wrapping up our segment today on day number four, this is uh, the day Sunday that um, we're going to be there in Petra. We're also going to be having a chance to see a wadi. Now, first of all, Boaz, tell us what a wadi is and then why this particular wadi is just is just uh, something to see. Wadi is a dry riverbed, and there's many of them uh, in, in the Middle East. But uh, one that is on the scale and size of Wadi Rum is not something you see every day. It's an amazing wadi. And what we can also see over there is the Bedouins, the nomads. That's where they live. And so, you know, to, to, to think how people lived back then, thousands of years ago, we are able to see them today. They're genuine people. They're not coming to perform for us. That's where they live. And if time permits, we may even be able to have a camel ride over there as an option. So that's going to be the last thing we do on the Petra Day before returning back to Eilat. And what's important is, is that to understand as the Israelites were in the desert for those 40 years, when we're in this region, we want to get out. We want to experience the dryness. We want to experience the temperature. And quite frankly, when you've seen a picture of the Bedouins, you may think that that is something that, uh, you know, uh, went away with modern technology years ago. No, 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 no. So we're going to take you into a region to where you're actually going to be able to to see this. You'll be able to take some photographs from afar, and they are actually living the way they have lived for thousands of years. Now, as we wrap up this segment, uh, talking about day number four, as we come back through our checkpoint there uh, north of a lot between Jordan and Israel, we're going to get on our motor coach, and uh, we're going to be heading north, and it won't be long before we start seeing the southern end of the Dead Sea. And uh, though we're going to be talking about that in our next segment, I just want to tell you, for many of you, when you see that Dead Sea for the first time and realize you're at the lowest point there on Earth and uh, heading up to our hotel at the Dead Sea, that's pretty phenomenal. I think that's one of the highlight uh, areas to just see by, by bus, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Driving along the uh, the Jordan Valley, seeing Jordan on one side, Israel on the other side. And like you see, said, at one point we hit the Dead Sea which is uh, one of the wonders of the world. That, that's, that's amazing. That's a beautiful ride, yeah. Mm. And what's interesting is you're going to see a couple of wonders. You'll see the Dead Sea, and then in our next installment, as we move into day number five, which will be Monday, June the 4th, We'll talk about another wonder, and that is Masada. But if you're just joining us, hey, this is your invitation to join Bill Bunkley, Tony Bunkley, my wife, and Zach Bunkley as we are hosting our 2018 pilgrimage to the Holy Land and Jordan. We're going to be departing on May 31st um, and returning on June the 9th. If you'd like to find out more, you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Check out the itinerary by checking on the link for the pilgrimage. Real 
realizing that all of this, all-inclusive, airfare and everything, $3,965, phenomenal price. To find out more, call us at 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Boaz Shalgi, thanks for being with us and look forward to our next conversation about the next day of our trip. Thanks so much for hosting me and looking forward to uh, seeing you again in June. Amen. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Tires worn out, not only are you going to pay for a new set plus installation and balancing, they're going to charge you for tire disposal and still possibly sell your old ones to someone else. Same for car batteries. You pay for a new battery, and you get saddled with that bogus disposal fee. And we're different. At Mr. Sparky, when we install new ceiling fans, we'll buy your old ones for $25. That's $25 off your bill per fan. Same goes for old light fixtures. Electrical panel overloaded? We'll give you $100 for it when we install a replacement. That's $100 off your bill, and we'll take your old panel. Mr. Sparky repairs your electrical system with quality parts at a reasonable price and pays you for your old parts. Like the jingle says, You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Buyback applies only to fans, fixtures, and parts replaced or repaired by Mr. Sparky. And now, your Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. If you're going to understand God's Word, if you're really going to hear God's Word, you need to come to Scripture with a submissive mind. God gave us the Word to apply it. And if you approach the Bible with the idea, well, Lord, show me what you want me to do so I can decide whether or not I want to obey, God's not going to reveal himself to you. In Psalm 119, verse 33, the psalmist talked about the relationship between understanding and obedience. He said, teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall observe it to the end. He said, in other words, Lord, if you will teach me what I need to know, I pledge to you, I will obey what you reveal to me. If we're going to come to the Bible to hear from God, we have to do so with a submissive mind. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. 
If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Auto Glass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You have to keep in mind how utterly repulsive and evil your fleshly desires really are. You have to hate those ungodly desires and see them for the wicked nature that's theirs. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carlin for Bill Bunkley today, praying that uh, he heals up soon. He'll be back with you hopefully tomorrow between 4 and 6 here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Before we jump into our next segment, just want to remind you, Family Life Today, uh, their weekend remember getaways are just amazing. We'd like to send you on one. All you have to do to enter is go to letstalkfaith.com, pop in the keyword marriage, you could win a, receive a trip for two to a weekend remember getaway of your choice anywhere in the continental U.S. between March of this year and June of next year. Uh, you'll get $2,000 to go towards airfare, hotel transportation, and meals for that giveaway so you and your spouse can get away for a weekend to remember on us and the folks at Family Life today, Dennis Rainey and his crew. Again, let's letstalkfaith.com and go ahead and enter the keyword marriage. So I don't know if you get a chance to listen much in the mornings to Faith Talk 570 and 910. I don't know if you get a chance to catch me in the mornings. I'm not on very long at a time, usually about 30 seconds apiece in between great programs like Living Truth by Pastor Ken Witten or uh, Moving Forward with uh, Dr. Stephen Rummage, of course, at 10 o'clock every day. Great local pastor, Ralph Yankee Arnold, during Bible Line. Uh, but every morning at uh, 625 and again at 928, I share with you a wake-up word. Usually a little snippet of scripture to kind of set you on your day, give you something to chew on as you're on the way to work or dropping the kids off to school or whatever it is that you have going on for the day. Uh, Tomorrow, I'm going to be in Luke chapter 14. I don't know how I ran across this today. It just, uh, maybe it's because recently I've had the honor of being at several events where I was definitely the low man on the totem pole. I was not the big dignitary in the room. And I've been to some other places where, you know, we were, like, treated pretty well. It's kind of cool. Uh, how do you react to that? And more importantly, who are you in real life? How do you approach situations? When you go into a room or a social situation, how do you walk into that? Uh, there's some humility that needs to take place in our lives if we're Christians. And this is in Luke chapter 14. I'm not going to read all of this tomorrow, but I'm going to read it to you today. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in front of the house of a prominent Pharisee, He was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from an abnormal swelling of the body. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? Well, they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. Then he asked them, if one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately get it out? And they had nothing to say. 
This is where I wanted to really get to. Uh, This is beginning in verse 7 of Luke 14. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come to you and say, give this person your seat. Then, humiliated, you'll have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. That is so not the way we're taught to do it in this world. And it seems like more and more, as we relate to culture outside of Christianity, as we relate to the rest of the world, we have gotten away from this. One of the great distinctives of Christianity has always been humility. The ability to walk into a room and be small. The choice not to demand, not to be strident, not to take what's yours. Not to elevate yourself or, quote-unquote, as he used to say a few years ago, to get your props. One of the distinctives of Christianity was always to be meek. Not weak, but meek. And to be able to just come into a room or in a situation or maybe even in the public square and say, you know what, I'll take the bad place. You know what, that last piece of chicken that nobody else wants, that's that's the one I'll have. I, I won't take the white meat, I'll take the dark meat. Oh, oh, okay. There's only, there's only five brownies, and there's six of us. You know what? You guys go ahead, and I'll, uh, I'll enjoy watching you enjoy. And I love this because this scripture kind of tells us that, you know, when we do that, when we put ourselves below, when we humble ourselves, when we take the least seat at the wedding feast, some good things can happen. You know the the. The banquet master, the the person who's put on the party can come to us and say, no, you're not sitting in that chair. You don't get, you know, the the brownie that nobody wanted. You get, you're sitting up here with me and and you can be elevated and enjoy that. On the other hand, when we don't humble ourselves, when we come with pride, when we come demanding, when we come thinking that we deserve to be at the head table, every once in a while, the master of the banquet The host of the party comes and says, hey, yeah, good to see you. Um, Yeah, that seat was for somebody else, as was that dessert. And uh, do you mind? Come back here. You know what? I'll tell you what. I've got one last seat. It's it's by the kitchen door. But if you want to stick around, stick around. Let's come with humility. Let's start making that the tone of who we are as Christians again think if we start coming with that tone, with that humility, you know, the world may not believe what we say. They may not accept it, but they'll realize that we come from a place where it's not all about us. We truly are pointing to him. More to come on the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. Thanks so much for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910 and FM 102.1. We'll be right back.
Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Wall Street recovered somewhat today from the big sell-off yesterday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fluctuated wildly throughout most of the day, being down almost 600 points earlier this morning to its close this afternoon, up 567 points. Economist Hugh Johnson says a lot of the volatility that we've seen in the markets has been largely computer-driven. We all have our disciplines, and unfortunately they work both ways, and it gets people... Uh, computers or computer-driven strategies of buying stocks on the way up and then selling stocks on the way down, and it exaggerates, significantly exaggerates, both the move on the upside as well as the move on the downside. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin says the stock market has been quite volatile in recent days, but that has not shaken his view that the underlying economy is strong. Congress is scrambling again to pass yet another short-term spending measure to avert a government shutdown on Thursday. But Speaker Paul Ryan says don't blame Republicans. Democrats continue to hold funding for our government hostage on an unrelated issue. Democrats are insisting that any long-term plan include protections for young immigrants. But Ryan adds... We're not going to bring immigration legislation through that the president doesn't support. We're working on something here in the House. We're working on bipartisan negotiations. It's going to be a bill that we support that the president supports. With Democrats heading to their annual retreat tomorrow, Tomorrow, the House will vote on another short-term spending bill this evening. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. President Trump hosted a roundtable discussion at the White House with law enforcement officials and local community leaders on the threat of MS-13. Mr. Trump says stronger border security is a must in the fight against the violent MS-13 gang. We don't have the wall. We're never going to solve this problem. And I've gone to the top people. Many of these people are at the table right now, including this group. And without the wall, it's not going to work. On Wall Street again, the Dow up by 567 points, the Nasdaq rose 148, and the S&P advanced 46. More on these stories at townhall.com. Have you plugged in a pest free to rid your home of rats, mice, and even aid in the control of cockroaches yet? If not, why not? Unlike ongoing expensive chemical treatments or those ultrasonic devices that require one or more per empty room, Plug-in pest-free works along the wiring of your home where pests normally nest and breed, deep inside your walls, cupboards, basement and attic. About the size of a nightlight, plug-in pest-free is non-toxic, chemical-free and cost-effective designed to last for years. With a model to suit every home size, plug-in pest-free has you covered. So what are you waiting for? Turn your home into a no-go zone. Plug-in pest-free today and start driving those pests away. Log on to gopestfree.com. Use promo code 20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, 
promo code 20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget at gopestfree.com. Gopestfree.com today. Salah Abdeslam, the sole surviving suspect in the November 2015 attacks on Paris, is refusing to reappear in court. Abdeslam appeared in court on Monday, but refused to answer any questions about the March 2015 shootout with police in Brussels that led to his capture. It was his first public appearance. The Brussels court says Abdeslam didn't wish to appear at the next hearing. Abdeslam was Europe's most wanted fugitive when he was captured. Four days after his arrest, the Islamic State Network linked to the Paris attacks struck Brussels. In all, 162 people were killed in the two cities, in addition to nearly all the attackers. I'm Mosia Fuchs. A magnitude 6.4 earthquake that struck near the coast of Taiwan has killed two hotel employees and injured more than 200 other people. The ground floor of the Marshall Hotel, a building in Hualien District, caved in and people were believed to be trapped inside. Photos were posted showing a road fractured in several parts. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A top international banking official says that central banks should be prepared to intervene to prevent virtual currencies becoming a threat to financial stability. Augustine Karstens, the general manager of the Bank for International Settlements, says Bitcoin has become a combination of a bubble, a Ponzi scheme, and an environmental disaster. In a speech in Frankfurt, Germany, Karstens says many people believe so far that given the limited size of virtual currencies, concerns about them do not rise to a systemic level. But he added that if authorities do not act preemptively, cryptocurrencies could become more interconnected with the main financial system and become a threat to financial stability. He added that central banks must be prepared to intervene if necessary. Jeremy House reporting. Macy's is launching a women's clothing line aimed at Muslim shoppers. The department store chain has teamed up with a boutique called Verona Collection and plans to sell the collection of modest dresses, tops, cardigans, and hijabs online. More details at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, good afternoon. I'm Bill Carl. Thanks so much for listening to Faith Talk 570-910-FM102.1. Bill Bunkley out with the flu again today, so I'll be spending some time with you. And as we take a look at the headlines... Nationally, of course, everybody watching the markets as Wall Street has been up and down all day, kind of unstable and wobbly. And we're just kind of seeing what's going to happen. Wait and see. I think after nine straight years of a bull market running up uh, all the way from 2009 uh, to today, uh, we're kind of hitting a lull in that. And that makes sense. It's We may be even victims of our own success. Uh, jobs, the unemployment rate, way down. Uh, Corporate profits are way up. 
taxes, uh, the tax reform bill has freed up capital. And the Fed is saying, hey, you know what? Maybe the markets can bear a little bit higher interest. Maybe the markets uh, can bear just a little bit more going toward the banking industry. And the result of that, of course, is the markets are saying, wait a minute, we're used to this money that doesn't cost us anything. It's basically free money at uh, very small interest rates. And uh, we don't know if that's going to allow us to do the things that we would like to do. And so that's kind of where you're at today. In fact, in our next segment, we're going to talk with my friend Joel Martin from Mangrove Financial, not just about the financial markets, what could happen, what might happen, and how to prepare for it. We're going to look at it from a Christian worldview. And uh, I'm looking forward to that conversation. Other news today, of course, Bill Bunkley, I said, had the flu. He may be interested to know that a bill that would have let pharmacists test and treat the flu uh, and strep has stalled in committee. Uh, SB 524, which was sponsored by Jeff Brandis, would have allowed pharmacists to conduct a basic swab test, really, for flu or strep and then dispense treatment. Would have saved a lot of time, too. I think, you know, all of us have been there. You know that you have something. It doesn't feel good. You're in pain. You go to your primary care physician and they you know, call them up and they're like, well, you know, we can see you in two weeks. And you're like, I could be gone in two weeks. Or you head to an urgent care. And if it's not on in your insurance plan, you shell out a hundred bucks uh, to sit down and have them swab your, your tonsils and tell you whether it's flu or whether it's a strep. If, if you're going to need an antibiotic, if you don't need one. Either way, those two options, bleh, in the emergency room, who wants to sit there for six hours watching reruns of, you know, I Dream of Genie while you're waiting to see a doctor? So I think this would have been a good alternative. However, physicians are saying, and the folks that uh, represent them, uh, Florida Medical Association, that the pharmacists, uh, the pharmacists really aren't equipped to adequately diagnose What's going on? That the swab tests that they uh, they were going to use are imprecise compared to a, a doctor's diagnosis, and that there could be some risk issues with that. Which, you know, on its face, I kind of get that. You know, if, if you're going to tell me that I want a pharmacist uh, maybe diagnosing some dread disease for me, then yeah. But I think, you know, come on, flu, strep. I have seen nurses do that test, and I think that they can make that happen. Just my opinion. So anyway, that bill has stalled in committee, and we'll see if it comes back up. I just got to tell you, it would be so convenient to be able to just head down to the CVS or the Walgreens or the Rite Aid or wherever you like to go, the little mom-and-pop store, have them drop a swab on your tonsil and tell you if you've got the flu, the strep, or a cold, and that you don't need antibiotics, you just need some more honey and lemon and uh, some NyQuil DM to, to kind of make it all go away. Another bill making its way through uh, Tallahassee right now addresses free speech and uh, in college campuses and how that all plays out. Uh, this bill uh, has passed, SB 1234, uh, and it was sponsored by Dennis Baxley of Ocala, uh, out of committee, has one more committee in the Senate before it hits the floor, and a House version is also on a similar track. Uh, this bill essentially would put schools on the hook for lawsuits, fines, attorney fees if they violate certain free speech rules, including if protests were found to materially disrupt previously scheduled events. FSU President John Thrasher has spoken out against the bill, feels like it goes a little bit too far. And lawmakers are concerned, several of them, that the bill would take away the power of universities to have control over events on their campus. 
you know, I, I thought, and I think this is a valid point, it would discourage, it could throw cold water on counter-protests like those that were staged last year at the University of Florida when white supremacist Richard Spencer showed up. I mean, don't you want to have the right to be able to say when somebody stands up and speaks evil to say, no, that's wrong, that's not the way it should be? I think Charlottesville is an example of that. You want peace. You want police presence. You want to be able to to express free speech in the way that's meaningful. But you also want the right to counter that. You want the right to say, you know what, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I don't subscribe to that and, and to, to counter protest. And I think this sounds to me like one of those areas, those gray areas where, yeah, you know, universities need to be in control of what's going on and to honor and protect true, true free speech. But at the same time, if somebody shows up uh, with placards and forms a, a, a picket line, I should be able to also stand there and go, yeah, I, I don't agree with your picket line. It just sounds like an unnecessary bill to me. And finally, as we get ready to go to break, the world's biggest rocket lifted off into space today. From Cape Canaveral, it is the unmanned Falcon Heavy rocket developed and launched by Elon Musk's SpaceX, which lifted off at 345. They were delayed by heavy winds and uh, eventually had to wait and then got that thing right off the ground. Pretty cool. Hey, coming up next, we're going to share with you more about Leslie Norris Townsend. She's coming to town for, yeah, you guessed it, Ladies' Night Out, March 22nd. That's at uh, Bell Shoals Baptist Church. You can get your tickets at letstalkfaith.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper and deeper in credit card debt and you're not sure how to fix the problem? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management is a nonprofit organization that will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges and reduce your interest rates by as much as 60%. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. It's not a loan. It's a smart way to relieve your stress, meet your obligations, and preserve your self-respect. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The growing and powerful marijuana industry wants the public to believe that the drug they promote is harmless or even beneficial for many medical conditions. But a major study of nearly 300,000 pregnant women in JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, shows that getting high is dangerous for expectant mothers. An appalling 19% of pregnant California women between 18 and 24 use pot regularly during the first months of pregnancy. Among mothers under 18, a full 22% indulge. Despite the belief that weed might help combat morning sickness discomfort, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, shows major perils for the unborn baby. 
including increased risk of low birth weight and serious developmental problems. Most women know they should avoid alcohol while bearing and then nursing a baby, but medical research shows they haven't gotten the same important message about marijuana. I'm Michael Medved. Register now for the free CEO Symposium, Tuesday, February 20th, from 1 to 4.30 p.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club in Tampa. Join Christian business leaders and Florida state legislators to discuss actionable strategies to protect our religious liberties. Are you concerned about the challenges to our religious freedoms? At the CEO Symposium, you'll hear from impactful leaders like Interstate Batteries' Norm Miller, Vision America's Rick Scarborough, former Florida Senator Alan Hayes, Dexter Sanders of Reclaiming America for Christ, and John Stemberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. You don't want to miss this opportunity to be informed by national business and ministry leader experts on this fundamental right. Call today to reserve your seat for this free event. Tuesday, February 20th at 7.30 a.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club, Tampa. Write this number down for information and registration. Call 877-634-2279. That's 877-634-2279. 877-634-2279. When was the last time the owners of a heating and AC company took time to share money-saving tips on your AC system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance the Air Guy and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Thanks so much for listening to the Bill Bunkley Show. Bill is uh, out with the flu, like a lot of us have been. Be careful. I know this sounds silly and a little bit momish, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Wash your hands every chance you get. And if you feel like you have a fever or the sniffles or any of that kind of stuff, and you're supposed to go to a public function, stay home, even if it's church. You know, watch that thing online. Your church probably has a feed online, and you can watch it online, but do be careful. We're going to pray for Bill that he gets back quick. Hey, listen, uh, before we jump into uh, what we've going on next, I just want to let you know that Family Life Today, great ministry, uh, Dennis Rainey, uh, their weekend to remember marriage uh, retreats are just outstanding. In fact, Missy and I went to one a number of years ago. And just, I mean, it was such a blessing to be there. And we've had friends who were impacted that by that. Well, they're doing it again this year all over the country. And you have a chance uh, to go to a trip for a weekend for two with Family Life Today. The grand prize winner uh, will get to go to anywhere in the continental USA between March of this year, June of next year. For a Family Life Weekend to Remember getaway, you'll get $2,000 towards airfare, hotel transportation, and meals as well. Plus, everybody who enters gets a free ebook. Uh, this is the uh, the place you go to do it. Let's talk faith.com and the keyword is marriage. That's keyword marriage. Speaking of marriage, I've been talking about Leslie Norris Townsend. She is just an amazing Christian comedian, hilarious. 
Uh, she's coming to town March 22nd for Ladies Night Out at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. We did this event for the first time last year, and I mean to tell you, it sold out in a flash. It's only 10 bucks for you to come out, ladies. This year, we're going to pack out the whole auditorium. So you need to get your tickets now at letstalkfaith.com. Not only are you going to laugh and be inspired by Leslie, uh, you'll also have uh, some nice light hors d'oeuvres and sweets and chocolate to enjoy. We'll have some food trucks there around 5 o'clock. So if you're coming right from work, you don't have to worry about rustling up some grub. You can uh, grab some food there and an amazing expo for you to walk through. Do a little bit. It's everything. It's great food. It's desserts. It's shopping and chocolate and uh, a great time with probably a couple of thousand women just like you. Listen, I just wanted to share a little bit of Leslie's uh, work, a little bit of her comedy and ministry. Again, this is Leslie Norris Townsend and a little something off of YouTube that you'll be hearing probably when she comes on March 22nd. Just music. It was just musical saying I have a husband. I searched a long time to find my husband. I I remember the first year we were married, things were so different in the beginning, aren't they, ladies? Just, Just saying the word husband, husband. Husband. <laughs> Went to buy my Valentine card, and the girl said, Do you want a sweetheart or a honey card? I said, I want a husband card. <laughs> People ask me, Where are you going? And I said, I'm going to be with my husband. <laughs> Visa called and said, I'm over my limit. I said, Speak to my husband. <laughs> Guys used to come up to me and flirt. I'd say, I have a husband. Which is much better than what I used to say. I have a disease. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember in the beginning, you know, you go into... You go to bed together, and you, I would just watch him sleep. You, did anybody do that? Just watch a little husband sleep. And, and he'd be on the pillow, and there's his hair would be like a rooster thing going on. And, and spit would be coming out the side of his face. And you'd say, isn't he precious? <gasps> That's my husband. And then I moved to Ohio. I remember in the beginning of moving to Ohio. You know, it's very cold in Ohio. It gets to be very, very cold. And I would have little nighty gowns and try to look my best for my husband. And I'd get into Ohio. It'd be January. It'd be like 10 degrees. And I'd put on my, my spandex pants and my jogging clothes and my mucklucks and my down jacket and my headgear and my muffs and my scarf and my big socks. And I'd get into bed and his, his little toe would touch my toe. And I'd say, don't touch me. It's cold. Can't you see the line? (laughs) This is my side. This is your side. And he used to take me out to so so many nice places. And then after we moved to Ohio, after about 10 years, he'd he'd, 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 he'd take me out to Walmart. (laughs) Take me out to Walmart to buy some duct tape is what he'd do. And you know that old guy, you know, in the front, that old guy with the walker? 
the greeter, you know, the old greeter. I'm thinking, that is one good-looking man. Because I tell my husband, you have to say the things that I want to hear sometimes because I, I need some. I need some attention, right, ladies? You have to say the things you said in the beginning of the relationship because I could be apart from you and that guy at Walmart, you know, that unattractive man, you know, with the hunchback and the cyclops eye. And he'd say to me, Leslie, you look so thin. And you've got such a pretty eye. That's Leslie Norris Townsend, and she is coming in concert. Actually, she's going to come to our ladies' night out March 22nd. That's coming up at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. Uh, I can hardly wait, ladies. This is going to be such a great night for you. There's going to be chocolate and food and all kinds of stuff, food trucks, so you can get a little something if you're coming early from work, 5 to 9 at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. Tickets available online at letstalkfaith.com. And uh, just go ahead and click station events. Get your tickets today. They're only 10 bucks. We really want to see you there. Ladies' Night Out, March 22nd. Here's just a little bit more of Leslie Norris Townsend. She'll be our speaker that night. Is it just my husband? Or do all men separate their laundry like this? <laughs> Clean. Dirty. What do you do when they do this one? I'm thinking it's dirty. He says it's good for one more wear. It's just my husband. No matter how close I put the laundry basket to where he throws the clothes, where does it end up? On the floor. I told him, can you just make the bed? It's not, you know, it's not, rock, it's, it's not rocket science. Just can you make the bed for me? Could you help me? Could you just make the bed? It's a, it's a comforter and a pill of sham. How hard is this? <laughs> now he's informed me that he can make the bed while he is in the bed. <laughs> That is Leslie Norris Townsend. Again, she'll be the speaker uh, coming up at our uh, March 22nd Ladies' Night at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. Again, if you want to come out and have a great time and just laugh till you bust a gut, ladies, we would love to have you be there. Again, details at letstalkfaith.com. Well, coming up to finish out the Bill Bunkley Show today, we're going to share with you an incredibly awe-inspiring message given by Dr. Albert Moeller this past fall at our Pastors Appreciation Day at Idlewild Baptist Church. You don't have to be a pastor to feel the call to ministry, the call to action that Dr. Moeller gives, and to let you know that the response isn't always going to be a bed of roses. I know it's going to be a blessing to you. Dr. Albert Moeller is next here on Faith Talk 570-910-FM-102.1. I'm Bill Carl. Be back with you tomorrow morning, and we'll see how Mr. Bunkley is feeling. I think he may be back with us tomorrow afternoon from 4 to 6 here on Faith Talk 570-910 and FM-102.1.
This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. It was a roller coaster ride today on Wall Street with the Dow recovering much of the lost ground from yesterday. And very volatile the session was. At one point, the Dow down more than 500 points. The closing bell, though, was up 567 at 24,912. The NASDAQ also recovering 148 points. And the S&P 500 up close to 50. The clock is ticking toward another deadline to fund the federal government. But the Democrats are insisting on attaching immigration reform to the current spending bill bill as well. And Republicans say that's a no-go. A Michigan sheriff says former U.S. Olympic women's gymnastics coach Jim Gettert now facing a criminal investigation that follows complaints filed in the wake of the sexual abuse cases against Dr. Larry Nasser. Nasser had been uh, sentenced to decades in prison for sexually abusing patients under the guise of medical treatment. This is SRN News. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Wouldn't it be great if Happily Ever After really was the end of the story? Ever After is just the beginning, but Happily is possible. You can learn the secret if you win a weekend to remember from family life. There's really no better weekend for a couple than to get away, just the two of you. Win a free weekend trip for a married couple to a weekend to remember marriage getaway with registration, hotel, meals, and travel expenses paid. To enter, just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. And when you enter, you'll also receive the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Nine insights into building and strengthening a fulfilling marriage, just in time for Valentine's. Enter now to win a weekend to remember and get your free copy of Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage from Family Life. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage. So I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners. That was so 2004. Now I download videos at home and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes and (gasps) no more sorting socks. No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners, you do life, we'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. Saturday mornings at 1030, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. That's where you have to really manage drastic body or form transformations. And Darwin's theory provides no way out of this fix. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. 
Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it. An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Hey, this is Bill Carl. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. On September 21st of this year, 2017, we hosted several hundred pastors at Idaho Wild Baptist Church in Lutz for our annual Pastors Appreciation Day. It's a tremendous time of fellowship, a great meal, resources for the pastors, just a time to say thank you and to let them know that somebody cares about them for all that they do. Our keynote speaker this year was Dr. Albert Moeller, who serves as president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He's been recognized time and again by influential publications like Time Magazine and Christianity Today as a leader among American evangelicals. And in addition to his duties as president, Dr. Moeller serves as the Joseph Emerson Brown Professor of Christian Theology at Southern Seminary. Most of all, though, he has served in the pulpit as a pastor and was happy to share his experiences and a message straight from God's heart with our pastors. My parents are both from Plant City, and I was born in Lakeland. And uh, so this really is home. I made my profession of faith as a Christian at Southside Baptist Church in Lakeland, right, uh, right very close by. And, and I grew up in a time when you not only went to vacation Bible school, you went to every vacation Bible school. And so I not only went to the vacation, I thought it was just because we were a very Baptist family. I later figured out it was a great way for a mom with four kids to make sure... They were occupied during the summer, but uh, it was glorious. I, I, I not only went to our vacation Bible school, I went to the vacation Bible school of the First Baptist Church of Plant City, Florida, where we all had, we had lots of relatives, aunts and uncles. I just fit in with the cousins. We, we made the same maps, colored the same stuff, you know, ate the same windmill cookies, drank the same colored liquid, and uh, we played the same games. It was fantastic. And then not only that, we went to vacation Bible school at the First Methodist Church, interdenominational and and you know what we colored the same maps and we 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 made the same stuff out of popsicle sticks and and that is an indelible part of my childhood my call to ministry came as a young boy at the lake yale baptist assembly here in florida um and i just i just think of this is holy ground for me and and for my family i am the only member of my family and that is extended to all my siblings and Everyone to whom I'm a first-degree relation, and even all of my cousins, I'm the only one not to live in the state of Florida. I'm the black sheep that went to lead a Baptist seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. But I'm glad, glad to be here. I'm so thankful for, um, well, even the kind words of introduction, Bill Buckley and this, the, the, the whole team here. And uh, so I just want to tell you, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be home. I want to ask you to turn with me to John chapter 15. As I walked in the building, I, I saw Dr. Tommy Green, the executive director of the Florida Baptist Convention, who, by the way, is just doing incredible work. He was pastor for so many years here at the First Baptist Church of Brandon, I'm glad to say, was chairman of the board of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary for two terms. And 
he had just been reviewing some of the disaster relief ministries just around the state that Florida Baptists are involved in. And our hearts as a nation have been drawn to Florida and Texas and right now to Puerto Rico and so many parts of the world and, of course, to Mexico City. And, and it's an urgent question that comes to us. What, when all this is going on, do you possibly talk about? And uh, this is always a tension for pastors, for preachers. What do you do on Sunday morning? What, what do you do when you know people are coming with these questions? Well, you deal with them. The question is, how do you deal with them? I want to suggest to you the best way to deal with them is what you're called to do in the first place. Teach, preach the word. And as you teach and as you preach the word of God, and you know the hearts of people are so burdened by these questions, make clear how every single text of scripture speaks to the sovereignty and the loving providence of God. Make clear how every single verse, every single word of scripture points to the glory of God and to his compassion for all of his creation, but in particular for the one creature made in his image. Make clear our responsibility to be not only hearers, but doers of God's word. So as I thought about being here with you, before all of this uh, series of headlines has so rightfully taken our attention, I thought, you know, I want to speak to pastors, to preachers from John chapter 15. And I've wondered, should I change that particular approach just because everything of what's been going on? And I decided no, because this text does speak precisely to what we're all thinking about and burdened about and praying about. But most importantly, it speaks to our challenge as pastors in this day. John chapter 15, we're going to begin reading at verse 18. Jesus speaks to his disciples and says, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without a cause. But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because... You have been with me from the beginning. As I said, I was born in Lakeland. My father was for 43 years at public supermarkets. I grew up in the grocery business. I, uh, I will, I, if I live long enough, I want to write a little book. Everything I needed to know, I learned working in a grocery store. Because all of humanity shows up in a grocery store all the time. But we got transferred down to South Florida. I went to high school in Pompano Beach. And uh, it was right after the Vietnam War, just, just as the Vietnam War had come to a close and America had shifted to an all-voluntary armed forces and the, the recruiters would come regularly to our, 
the high school and, uh, and recruit. And uh, the posters were up everywhere. And the military was shifting from a conscription draft where they didn't have to entice anyone to do anything uh, to an all-volunteer force, and they had to recruit. They're trying to learn how to recruit. They were recruiting hard. A friend of mine signed up, and uh, I have unspeakable respect and appreciation for every man and woman who wears that uniform and serves in our nation's defense and armed forces. One of my friends signed up, and I came back from the first year of college, and he came back from the first year. We had a fun reunion, and I said, how is it? He said, don't believe the posters. (laughs) He thought he was signing up for a great adventure. All these beautiful ports of call the Navy had put up on the wall. He said, I have not seen one of them yet. He said, I, he said, it, you, they recruit you, but then you're in, and then you're theirs, and they don't have to recruit you anymore. Don't believe the posters. Well, you know what I fear is that there are a lot of pastors who believe the posters. And as a matter of fact, for decades and decades, in fact, you might say centuries of, of tradition and experience, in the United States and in much of Europe going back in time, a preacher could believe the posters. What do the posters tell us? The posters say, you preach and teach the word of God and people are going to love you. You preach and teach the word of God and you're going to be respected by the society. You preach and teach the word of God and you're going to discover that you are considered an authority in the community, respected for your views, you're going to be invited in, not cast out. That's what the posters told us. Back in the 19th century and then the 20th century, up to about the midpoint of the century, there was actually a debate among theological educators as to whether or not the ministry should be considered a profession. And just hang on to that. Is it a, is it a profession? Because you had medical schools that turned out medical professionals and law schools that turned out legal professionals and architecture programs that turned out architectural professions. And the argument was, well, the ministry has to keep up with all that, so the the minister must be a professional. William Rainey Harper, the University of Chicago Divinity School, made the classic argument for the ministry as a profession. He said the ministry needs to grow up. Just like the medical profession's grown up, just like the legal profession's grown up, in order for the pastor to take his rightful role in the community, he must be recognized as a professional. And I, I love the fact that the classic response to him was given by a man by the name of John Albert Broadus. He's one of the four founding faculty at Southern Seminary. He famously responded to William Rainey Harper saying, The pastor is not less than a professional, the pastor is infinitely more than a profession. It's a calling. And even as it is the goal of every professional to gain esteem, it just might be the responsibility of the preacher to throw it away. I understood my call to ministry when I was nine years old. I know, that's frightening. And uh, I was no boy wonder preacher. I was just a recently baptized boy who went to Lake Yale 
the Baptist Assembly, which I'd wanted to go to, to RA Camp, Royal Ambassadors Camp. That was the Southern Baptist program for boys. I was all in. My, uh, my mom and dad were so Southern Baptist that I wanted to be a Boy Scout, and they wouldn't let me be a Boy Scout unless I promised that I would advance more quickly in the Royal Ambassadors than I did in Boy Scouts, which, as I was sharing with Pastor Ken just last night, didn't make a whole lot of sense because the Boy Scouts and the RAs were the same boys with the same leaders, just wearing different color kerchiefs, you know, in the same room, just a different night of the week. But I was all in for going to Lake Hill at nine years of age, and I had just been baptized as a believer. I had been sitting in vacation Bible school when the preacher on a Friday morning made a distinction I never thought of before. And he just nailed me right where I said the Holy Spirit just convicted me where I was sitting. He made the distinction between the fact that I was one who sinned and that I was a sinner. It's a crucial distinction. To that point in my life, I recognized that I sinned, but I never thought of myself as a sinner. The Holy Spirit just, I don't even remember the text he was preaching on, but I'll tell you, the Holy Spirit just convicted me of the fact that I am a sinner and I have nothing to commend me. God. I am lost. And then he preached the hope of the gospel in Christ. Because of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, he paid the price, the penalty for my sin. Satisfaction was made in full, and salvation and the forgiveness of sins and life everlasting comes to the one who comes to know the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, who, who professes with the lips that Jesus Christ is Lord and believes in his heart that God has raised him from the dead. That sinner will be saved. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Dr. Albert Moeller and his address to local pastors during our Pastors Appreciation Day that took place September 21st at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. Among the many partners that made this event possible, we're thankful for Vision America and Word of Life. Now, let's get back to Dr. Albert Moeller. But here's the thing. You know that the landscape is changing. You feel it. And it's not only changing in in what might be described as kind of a benign shift from deeply committed interest to disinterest. It's turning into antipathy and opposition. And you feel it. You feel it. To preach Christ, to preach the Bible these days is going to get you in trouble. I promise you. And, And by the way, in that sense, if you're not in trouble... Maybe you better look closely at what you're preaching. Because Jesus here tells his disciples, if you preach me, you're going to have trouble. The other thing that we are experiencing, and it goes hand in hand with the secularization, is a massive moral revolution taking place around us. And we, we feel that. We sense it. And without going into detail about what that looks like, let me, just, let me just tell you how a moral revolution works. It generally takes centuries for basic moral judgments to shift in terms of a true revolution. But now we're looking at just a very short number of years. Indeed, in the United States, just on the issue, say, of the legalization of same-sex marriage between 1999 and 2015, that's six years, a reversal. Which means, by the way, that some of the same people are answering the same question differently. Theo Hobson in Britain says, three things are necessary for a moral revolution to take place. One is... That which was condemned must be celebrated. All right? Follow closely. The second is, that which was celebrated must be condemned. And third, those who will not celebrate must be condemned. Now, the man who wrote that doesn't have much sympathy for us. But he does understand what's going on when a moral revolution takes place. And that explains why, as we find ourselves 
saying the same things, teaching the same things, preaching the same word, the response is now coming to us in a very different form. Time is short, but look here at John chapter 15. Jesus says, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. Well, there's a sequence. Jesus said, if the world hates you, don't you love that if? Well, we can camp out on that if for a long time. Because that if means that it just might happen under the wrong circumstances that we might be hated. Because if people knew us, why would they hate us? Why would they hate me? Why would they hate you? Or, Or maybe that if is conditional in this sense. Maybe you'll be hated. But I can preach the same text and be all right. I want you to notice something in the text. That if doesn't last Verse 18, if the world hates you. Verse 19, if you are of the world. But then you'll notice, you come down, and if they persecuted me, if they kept my word, if I had not come and spoken to them. But then it shifts to when. When the world hates you. As a matter of fact, in verse 1 of chapter 16, we read, I've said all these things to you to keep them falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. It's gone from if... The if just turned into a win. They'll put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he's offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you, that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. In other words, we better be careful whose posters we're seeing in the first place. Because Jesus said, I want you to see the poster I'm holding up. If they hated me, they're going to hate you. I'm going to show you the poster I'm holding up. The servant is not greater than his master. If they hate me and you're mine, here is the real poster. They're going to hate you too. So you're saying you flew a thousand miles to come to a pastor appreciation luncheon and look at a bunch of people and say, you're going to be hated. Good luck. Go home. No. And by the way, I love the fact this is a pastor appreciation luncheon. Everybody everybody started to say how much they love you. And you know you need that. That's why you need family. Because when no one else loves you, you can come home and there are people who love you. And uh, and that's how you know who your family is. uh, I I remember the old preacher one time who said, you know when you reach your family, when they're the people who can't throw you out. That's it. And I also believe you have a church family who loves you. And and I'm so thankful for that. But there are going to be people who will not love you. And sometimes they're going to be unpredictable. Because they're actually going to be members of your family. And they might even be those who you thought were members of your church family. It turns out the real allegiance is somewhere other than Christ. The real allegiance is something other than Christ's word. It's interesting when you look at it that, number one, Jesus had to tell his disciples this. Because you would think just observing the response of the crowd to Jesus, the disciples would have figured this out. That's one of the proofs of the inerrancy and infallibility of the word of God, by the way. Because if the disciples were writing the New Testament, they would not have written it this way. They would not have made themselves look so slow to understand the obvious. But they're slow here. Jesus says, look, again, poster, look, look. If they hated me, they're going to hate you. Wipe those goofy smiles off your faces. They are, I'm on the way to Jerusalem. Oh, and by the way, you're going to love the first part. I'm going to ride in 
on a donkey, and they're going to call me king. Okay, look at the poster. I've been telling you they're going to hang me on a cross. I'm going to die for sinners. They're going to go from saying king of kings and lord of lords to saying give us Barabbas, crucify him. Jesus says, I want when these things come for you to remember I told you. You say, well, give us a little encouragement. Well, I don't have any encouragement to give you. It's as bad as it looks. And, and not only that, but church history should humble us from thinking that we should have any expectation of be otherwise. How many of the disciples were martyred for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? How many people right now are suffering in prison? Right now, just think of just China or think of somewhere where Christians right now are under the brutal oppression. Just think of all those in the 20th century in the gulags of the Soviet Union who paid with their lives, either in years or in blood, for daring to preach and teach the Word of God. Why should we expect anything different? But, but get this. Let, let's just remember that we began at verse 18. Now, you know, you, you you're, you're know from preaching the Word that if you're being at verse 18... That is not the beginning of the story. So let's look back at the beginning of chapter 15. We don't have time to look at the text, but it's Jesus saying to the very same disciples, I am the vine, you are the branches, abide in me. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Once you are attached to me, no one can sever you from me. And then that most precious command Christ gave into his people, it's the word we don't even think of often as a verb. He says, abide in me. Just rest in me. You're secure in me. You're attached to me. Nothing can sever you from me. We just don't look backward. We also look forward. Look at chapter 16, the very last verse. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you may have tribulation. That's not what it says. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. All right, so if the poster says... You can have a nice, esteemed place in the society by answering the call to preach and teach the Word of God. You can stay out of trouble, and you can be invited to all the right places with all the right people if, if, if you just show up as the right kind of religious professional. Just remember, that's not what you're called to do. That's not what you're called to be. And, and the imperatives come, preach the Word in season and out of season. Preach the Word when people like it and preach it when they don't like it. Preach the Word when it gets you invited and preach the Word when it gets you disinvited. Preach the word when it attracts a crowd and preach the word to an audience of one. Let's preach the word in season and out of season. Do it in jail. Do it in the pulpit. Do it on the street corners. Do it wherever you are. Just preach the word and abide in me. I'm the vine, you're the branches. And in the world, you will have tribulation. You will, you will. And there isn't a pastor here who doesn't know tribulation. It might not be the tribulation that comes from a jack-booted thug from an atheistic government that knocks at your door and bangs it in. It might just be 
that last person who's going out on Sunday morning when you think things are going well, and all of a sudden you realize she's a hoverer. And she's hovering on a mission. And your heart can just be crushed because you're human, as am I. Jesus said, when these things happen, I want you to remember I told you. Look at the poster Jesus holds up. Who'd want to do that? Who's going to answer that recruiting call? Well, if it's a profession, nobody. Because it would be the stupidest person on the planet who would sign up for that profession. But if it's a calling, and Jesus is the one who's calling, then I'm signing up. And I'm not going to do anything else. And I'm going to do it until I die. And now and then I'm going to abide. And I'm going to trust everything to Jesus who said, when this happens, I want you to remember I told you. And we will be crushed. But for the fact he said, I have overcome the world. We don't have to. That's not our job. Our job is to tend the flock of God, preach and teach the word of God. He is the one who overcomes the world. So God bless you. Stay at it. Preach the word in season and out of season and stay in the race till you finish it and Jesus takes you home. God bless you. What an honor to be with you today. I'm Bill Carl. You've been listening to a very special address from Dr. Albert Moeller to our pastors at Pastors Appreciation Day that took place on Thursday. September 21st at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. We're very thankful to Pastor Ken Witten and the staff at Idlewild for welcoming our pastors. And as always, we're looking forward to next year. Encourage your pastor today. Let him know you love him and are grateful for his obedience to God's calling to ministry. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.